Today's scripture lesson is Matthew 21, verses 1 through 11. And the title of the sermon is Carrying Christ. Carrying Christ. You know, as we gather to worship on this Palm Sunday, it occurred to me that we can learn a lot about serving Jesus from the donkey in our gospel lesson this morning. Yes, that's what I said. There's no need to go back and listen to the video again. I actually began a sermon by suggesting to you that we can learn a lot about serving Jesus from the donkey that Jesus rides into Jerusalem on in our gospel lesson this morning. You probably didn't expect me to begin the sermon like that. If I were going to suggest to you that we could learn something about Jesus from someone or something in this text, maybe you thought I would say that we could learn something about serving Jesus from the disciples in the text. And while we certainly can learn something about serving Jesus from the disciples, let's be honest, they're not exactly the greatest role models in the world. I mean, true, they are standing in solidarity with Jesus today as they make their triumphal entry into Jerusalem. But just in a few short days, one of these same disciples standing in solidarity with Jesus will end up betraying Jesus. Another one of these disciples standing in solidarity with Jesus now will end up denying Jesus on three separate occasions. And all of the other disciples that were with Jesus on this triumphal entry into Jerusalem will end up deserting Jesus. The truth of the matter is, if you look back over the gospel accounts, you'll see just how little the disciples seem to comprehend about who Jesus is and how we are called to serve with Jesus and be like Jesus. You've got episodes where the disciples are arguing amongst themselves, who is the most important disciple? Who is the greatest disciple? Who's the one that gets to sit on his left and on his right hand side? You've got instances where the disciples are trying to tell Jesus what he should do and what he shouldn't do, where he should go and where he shouldn't go. And speaking of going, these same disciples are not too keen on going with Jesus back in Jerusalem. That's because the last time that they were there, Jesus was almost stoned to death and they're worried that if they're going to go back there again, that that will happen And they're worried because while they're not the smartest guys in the world, they realize that if somebody wants to kill Jesus, there's a really good chance that they want to kill the followers of Jesus as well. And these disciples have been picking up on a few cues. A lot more lately, Jesus has been talking about suffering and dying, crucifixion. The disciples aren't really keen on going with Jesus to Jerusalem in our passage today. They may not be the best examples of what it would mean to serve Jesus. Even though they've seen Jesus do a lot of things, and even though they've heard Jesus say a lot of things, the final exam is coming And we're going to learn just how little the disciples know about who Jesus is and what Jesus has come to do. 
And they're not going to pass that test very well. So they may not be the best examples for us in terms of what it looks like to serve Christ. And yet, we see ourselves in the disciples, don't we? I mean, I'm sure there are some people that are watching this morning that are here just because you were having trouble sleeping and maybe you thought a Tommy Ward sermon would help put you to sleep. There are others, maybe you're tired of watching Netflix and you're tired of watching TikTok, but for most of you that are watching today, you've been raised in the church your entire life. You've been to church every time the doors were open. You've been to vacation Bible school. You've been in small groups and Bible studies. Maybe you've read the Bible from cover to cover over and over again. And, and, and maybe on your best days, you are a good role model for what it looks like to serve Jesus. But if you're like anything like me, there may be times when following and serving in Jesus' name is easier than others. I mean, when it's easy to serve Jesus, when it's easy to follow Jesus, we're all in, aren't we? We're all like, yes, I am with you. But when serving or following Jesus requires suffering, whether on our part or on someone else's part, we're a lot less likely to be interested in following or serving Jesus. On our best days, we do a really good job of modeling what it looks like to be a follower of Jesus the Christ. But then there are other days when we are tempted to deny and desert and betray Jesus just like our disciples did in the gospel stories. Well, maybe uh, maybe you would have thought I would use the crowd as a model of what it looks like to serve Jesus before I would use the donkey. I mean, the crowds here, they're, they're curious they're not really committed. I mean, they're, they're really fickle, if you think about it. They go from singing, Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, as Jesus makes his triumphal entry into Jerusalem, to just a few days later saying, crucify him, crucify him. The, the crowd are the kind of people that, that show up for the parade, but aren't sure they want to show up for anything else. In the big moments, the crowd really says that they believe, but then when uh, faith is more challenging, they disperse. Maybe that describes some of us. Maybe we show up for church on Easter or special occasions for the big things, but on other days, we can't be relied upon to be as faithful in the way that we model what it looks like to serve Jesus with our lives. Maybe we're like the crowd in the story today that we can be easily swayed. We'll serve God as long as that's the best option. But if we have other options available to us, then maybe we'll forego the serving God to fulfill our own interests and desires. Well, maybe you thought that before I would choose the donkey as the best model for what it looks like to serve Jesus, I would have used the religious leaders. But that's really laughable if you think about how religious leaders are portrayed in the gospel accounts. The religious leaders in Jesus' day were corrupt and jealous and mean-spirited. 
why last week when we were talking about Lazarus being raised from the dead, immediately after that happened, the religious leaders began to look for a way to put him back in the grave. And not only to put him in the grave, to put Jesus in the grave as well. The religious leaders in the story of Jesus' life and ministry uh, give money for bribes and take money for bribes. The religious leaders give false testimony about who Jesus is and what they've heard Jesus do and say. The religious leaders create these bogus trials where they're looking for a way to punish and crucify Jesus rather than to exonerate him. These religious leaders sent an innocent man to die. Well, they're not good examples of what it means to serve Christ in the scripture lesson this morning. But surely religious leaders could be trusted in our modern day, right? I mean, you can trust us preacher types. I mean, there are no instances at all of preachers who abuse their power or their authority uh, as clergy persons. There, there are not clergy who are, who are trying to coerce people into doing things that uh, maybe God wouldn't want them to do. There aren't clergy who are out there who are promising that if you'll send the money that you'll be awarded with prosperity and power and wealth. Surely there aren't preachers like that in the world today, are there? Yes, they are. So that leaves us with the donkey. If the disciples aren't the best examples of how to serve Christ, if the crowd's not the best example of how to serve Christ, if the religious leaders aren't the best example of how to serve Christ, then what might the donkey have to say to us? Well, the donkey is the one who was willing to carry Christ into the world. And I want to suggest to you that at the core, that is exactly the best example for us who seek to serve Christ. We, like the donkeys, are meant to find ways to carry Christ into the world. It's hard to do. No doubt it was a burden for that donkey to carry Christ into Jerusalem. No doubt carrying Christ will have to take Christ into places that might be difficult, that might not be receptive to the story of the good news of God's great love that's been made known to us in Jesus. We might have to go places where we don't want to go, places that leave us vulnerable and uncomfortable. We might have to do things that we would rather not do. But the donkey, nevertheless, took Christ into the world. And that's what we need to do as well. Now, I don't know. Uh, I know a lot of preacher types that uh, would say to you that they have parishioners who can be a real donkey, if you get what I mean. And maybe you've said the same thing about preachers. But I want us to be a different kind of donkey, especially during this pandemic. I want us to find creative ways to carry Christ into the world. 
It might be gathering our children around and let's read the Bible together as a family, something that perhaps we don't always or often do under more normal circumstances. It might be calling someone and checking in on them. It might be calling someone that we haven't spoken to in a really long time and just offer them a word of encouragement or a word of hope. It might be praying for people as a family or as individuals every single day and then reaching out for those people and letting them know that we prayed for them by name and by situation today. I want us to be looking for ways to carry Christ into this world. It's the best way to serve Christ during these days and during every day, let's be donkeys.